0: Welcome to the Lighten Up podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly and I am delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 206. Presence, how to change everything. <laughs> this is a fascinating topic and something I think is so ripe and ready, especially given the time that we're in. Uh, those of you listening to in the future, we are kind of in the middle of the pandemic, in the middle of the civil unrest here in the U.S. with all the protests. There's a lot going on and a lot of us are very aware of angst and upset and tension and a lot of us are really struggling to stay present with it all. Uh, There is a desire really to either check out disconnect turn away um, kind of like it's just too much or hey it doesn't apply to me uh, there's also this kind of flip side of the coin where instead of really just being present with it we're going into fight or defend and defense and really feeding the beasts that way uh, so I'd like to talk about presence but in a kind of broader context now there's tons of words for this I think in religious um, religious schools it's called bearing witness in metaphysical um, Physical communities, spiritual communities, they talk a lot about holding space for others. Uh, For me, especially with the energetic work, it's much more about being present, not pulling away, not checking out, not judging it, not fighting it but also allowing yourself to be brutally honest with what's actually going on. Uh, I've said about this show before, especially in the show write-up, if you actually look at the description of this podcast, lightening up is really about striking to the heart of the matter. And when you can look at something for what it actually is, not what you want to like, sugarcoat it with, lipstick on the pig, <laughs> like most of us live, when you're able to actually be honest and look to the depth of it, it gets a little bit uncomfortable, absolutely. Sometimes it's super uncomfortable and confronting, but it's by doing that and cutting through the crap that is surrounding it that we actually get to lighten up and also that kind of laser into what is actually going on and really being present with it. That's what actually allows that thing to start to move and change. Have you actually noticed the people who go into super fighting, defense, judgment, all that stuff, how not only are they feeding the beast of it, you know, people are getting tense and they're getting angry and there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, Not only that, but it's like they hold it in place with such ferocity because they're so used to having something to fight that it never really gets to change. They continually co-create the thing that they're fighting against. Uh, Same thing, I think, when we start to go into checkout and withdrawal, where we don't want to look at it all the way. We don't give the gift of our presence and our kind of energetic power to look at something and go, I see you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to defend against you, but look, I'm not going to turn away either. I see you. And what that creates for that thing to be able to then shift and move and change is really, really powerful. Uh, Kind of on a personal level, look for yourself. Where were you having something that you were fighting against? Where you were turning a blind eye to? Where it wasn't okay or safe to share it? kind of those deep, dark secrets that we don't want people to look at. You know, for me, it was always my mental health diagnosis growing up was bipolar. Um, You know, it's fascinating if you actually read my book, The Other Side of Bipolar, a lot of the change that came was when I was really willing to get present with what was actually going on not defending it, not going absolutely this is what's going on or fighting against it like now I have to fix myself. It was me going okay here are my behavior patterns here are the things I do have choices around what is required in every given moment for that and the amount of presence space holding bearing witness whatever you want to call it for that thing was huge didn't happen overnight it won't happen overnight this is a muscle you continue to build. Look again for yourself. Where have you had that deep, dark, secret thing that gets super uncomfortable to be present with? And yes, you can look at what's happening right now kind of in society as an example, but also look at a personal level. We all have these spaces. Get one and really in this moment, just look at it. You don't have to hold it in place. You don't have to fight it. You don't have to go, but this thing is right or this thing is wrong. Um, but kind of see how uncomfortable you get just to initially let it sit in your space and not turn away from it. And the more you're present with it, the more you relax around it, do you sense it starting to change, starting to lighten up, starting to ease off a bit? Perhaps there's a deeper layer you kind of touch into and you push yourself to be a bit more presence with that and that in of itself starts to move deeper layers with this. You know, it's kind of a fascinating thing that we go through where we have this thing where we want to constantly just turn 10 degrees to the right or 10 degrees to the left. Um, my my cat, Elsa, who passed away a couple years ago, my, my parents used to call her Shifty Eye McCoy because <laughs> she was so funny. She would look at me directly in eyes. She was comfortable. I was like her person. But anybody else who came into the house, she would meet their eyes for a second and then she would just shift her eyes just slightly so she wasn't making eye contact. And it was such this energy of like, I know you're here and I know you're in my space, but I'm not going to give you the dignity <laughs> of acknowledging you. I could also see because she was kind of an anxious little creature, very, very aware, a healing kitty, where she would do that as a way to not get overwhelmed with someone's presence. Uh, You'll see this in a lot with sensitive people who are very aware that where kind of making eye contact and being super present in the way we define it It gets very uncomfortable, so they shift a little bit. And it's such a coping mechanism that most of us develop of like, okay, I'm going to look at this thing, but I'm going to kind of not look at it directly. What would it take to actually be eyes on it? And what presence can you be with that? And what gift is that presence? If you've ever done this for somebody else, you know, been a quote-unquote space holder for somebody or bared witness to them, and let them just speak, let them just vent, let them just be with whatever was going on, what did you notice about that exchange? It's a funny, funny, funny thing if you are actually doing that for somebody else, the freedom that comes to them of this deep, dark thing that I was never able to talk about, this angsty, fighty thing, whatever it is, if I'm able just to, like, dump it into this safe space and have somebody not judge it, not turn away and shun me, what that actually does in a person's world where they're like, okay, perhaps I don't have to do that with myself, we again have all had experiences like that. We've done this for ourselves and we've done this for others. Most of you listening, healers and caregivers of the world, you've probably done it more for others than you have yourself. Uh, You may also be galvanized into helping others, helping the world. Um, I went to a protest yesterday and my friend said that. She says, you know, I'm really willing to stand up for this kind of thing. I'm really willing to stand up for climate change. I'm willing to do that for civil liberties and big injustices. And we were kind of wondering, like, what would it take to actually do that for yourself and go, you know what, no longer will I allow a harsh energy, a coarseness to myself to be present. No longer will I shove the stuff down that I've never wanted to look at because it's way more comfortable for me to keep it in my basement than to just look at it, take the time and the space to be present with it so that then, and therefore, it's allowed to change and go away. This can be a very surface conversation. Even on the surface level, it'll still create change for you. But I'm wondering what you can actually engage in this week that would allow you to start to release deeper stuff. Where is a safe, quote-unquote, container that you can allow this to fall into? Can you actually be present with what's up for you? Is it something where you have somebody in your life where you can practice this with? Is it a journal where you know the page won't judge you and you can get it out? It is not about dumping it out sit in it. It is not about looking at what's going on in a way where you are so, so caught up that it never goes away. Don't go into the trauma, the drama, the holding of it. It is simply allowing yourself to be present with it, letting it enter your space, and then relaxing around it. So again, get that thing that you've been secret, hiding, shoving down, not wanting to look at, Allow that to come into your space. Allow it to be present. The entity of it, the points of view that have been conglomerated together, the stories that are like interwoven with each other, all of that. And can you actually breathe around it? Can you make more room around it? And can you ask it to start to change? Can you actually bear witness to it? starting to change of its own accord once you're allowing it to relax in your space. This kind of seems a little bit airy fairy, but I tell you one thing: this, for me, throughout my entire journey, has changed more than anything else. And I facilitate tons and tons and tons of people. I have for years, and it's fascinating to me. The more someone is dog-boned about it, and like, "I gotta change this," and "Ah, oh, what about this?" and "Can we clear that?" It's fascinating because when there's that fight energy, when there's that like. I don't even want to let it in my space. I don't even want to look at it. I just have to be rid of it. There's not really this relaxation in this room where you're allowing it to be there without judgment. And that softness, that wondering that comes from that is actually the catalyst that lets it change. From there... If you ask questions, if you start to play into practices, you look at your choices and start making more conscious ones, you start becoming more aware of what you've created around this, that's the stuff that actually sets you free. You don't have to fight against it. You don't have to struggle. If you actually allow it to come in and relax around it, be present with it. Number one, it'll start to change of its own accord. Because you're not holding it anymore, you're not shoving it anymore, but also you're allowing that space to come in, that non-judgmental space. With that, guess what follows? Curiosity. And with that, more questions, more possibilities, more contribution, and more choices actually start to open up. Those are four of the hallmarks of access consciousness and really and truly what true creation is with the universe. Choice, question, possibility, and contribution. And that's what this space perhaps can open up for you more than all, is the the contribution that your relaxation can be. The contribution you can be to others when you actually start to let things be present in your space and let them go the deep, seedy, underbelly stuff that you never look at that other people perceive will start to release and go away? And what gift is that for those in your life? What can that change in your relationships? And right now, at this moment in time, in this place in history, what can you doing that, with everything that's going on, with every single thing that's going on, actually contribute to the whole? Personally, and really, like, holistically microcosm and macrocosm this one will work so this week I invite you number one to be aware of when you are fighting and holding things because of your fight feeding the beast and where you're on the flip side where you are doing checkout and you are doing what my kitty cat used to do where she would be like you know what it's here but I'm going to look a little over this way, shifty eye McCoy, where I'm not going to really be totally on it and present with it. Uh, Start to look at that. Notice your uncomfortableness. Okay. Turn a little bit more towards it. Let it be in your space and then key point, relax around it. No judgment, no fight. I see you. Okay. I see you. What's it going to take to change? And what is possible on the other side of this? The more you practice, the more you build that muscle, the easier it's going to be to have that fluidity and that creative potency in your life. Also, to not be at the effect of those deep, seedy, underbelly stuff that we never want to look at. This really is a key into relaxed, conscious, and truly joyful living. Sounds uncomfortable, it may be at first, but keep on going with it. Let me know how this goes. As always, you can reach out to me at Lauren at laurenpauly.com. Have an amazing week. And as always, I will chat with you next Tuesday.